0: Life can take you a lot of places. Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center can help get you almost anywhere. The top tier healthcare education you'll receive from one of our five schools will give you the skills to take care of people anywhere in the world or right here in West Texas. Either way, you can go here and grow here.
1: Start and love it. Explore our programs at ttuhsc.edu. Blog Talk Radio.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Girl Power Hour. Uh, As you are all aware, we did not have a show on Wednesday. Uh, Unfortunately, our guest, Skylar Liberty Rose, uh, became ill, and she is well now, so no need to worry. But um, she did need to practice some self-care, and so, of course, we rescheduled that show for a later date. Um, I will be announcing that Uh, at another time, because I don't yet have that confirmed, but we are rescheduling that show for you. Uh, However, because we did a rebroadcast on Wednesday, uh, we were able to do another show this week, Um, and this one, of course, is going to be a little different. If you've paid attention to the page uh, on Facebook, then you're well aware that we're turning the tables today and when I say we're turning the tables I mean they're getting turned on me. Um, my Normally I have a special guest that I interview but today one of our very special guests who comes on once a month and is our favorite psychic um, Elizabeth Harbin <laughs> is going to be interviewing me and so this should be interesting Now, and it's going to be interesting for many reasons but I'm going to let Elizabeth take over now and and take it from here and let you know why it's going to be rather interesting.
1: (laughs) Well, how exciting is today? I mean, seriously, today is going to be one of those magical days, right? Yes, it's already so magical, yes. It's already magical. So anyway, like we discussed earlier, I am Elizabeth Harbin, and I'm usually on uh, the first Wednesday of every month. However, Due to, um, I think it would be kind of like divine guidance or the universal switcheroo. Obviously, Mercury in retrograde (laughs) has a sense of humor. (laughs) We are going to be talking to the host of Girl Power Hour. And in case y'all are not familiar or are aware of, let me give you a little bit of information here. Tasha is a noted author. She is a life coach. She's an artist, musician, creative, and a very determined social justice advocate. Just ask her and she'll tell you. (laughs) And today, we're going to ask Tasha to share with us her love and have her talk about her connection to Prince. And we'll discover how she came to write this book. It's a brand-new book out today on Amazon. And it's The Sky Was All Purple, A Collection of Love for Prince. So it's been a year, one year today, that the world lost one of its true musical geniuses. It's also been printed that few artists have created such a rich and diverse body of work as prints, And so it's a privilege for me to actually get to be the one asking these questions because I do have a lot of questions that we simply just have not asked each other, and I want to to get more information on this. And I had promised Tasha that if I got a message or if something came through that I would also give her that message. So it's going to be like a bonus bonus round, too. So we're going to ask questions. If there's something that comes up, I will give her information. And one of the things that we would really like for you guys to do is if you do have a story pertaining to Prince that you would like to share with the rest of the world, would you please call 602-753-1589? And so now it is my pleasure to introduce to you Tasha Humphreys. Well, hello everyone. Did you hear the applause?
0: Did you hear that <laughs> yeah, applause? Oh the my applause. gosh! You just
1: filled the room. <gasps> oh. actually, it was a little dove. Little dove wings. Did you hear that little dove wing? <laughs> Only few will get that. Few will. Only few will get that. Many yeah. will not. <laughs> so I want to. I want to start from like a different perspective. If you'll just, you know, kind of bear with me on this. When. When did you first discover that you had this artistic talent for painting? How old were you? When did you discover this? Because your painting is so different than other artists that I've seen. When did you know that you had that talent? When I was three years old. Oh, Um,
0: I was three years old. And I actually, the, the, the funny part, which probably wasn't so funny to the person that it happened to, um, is that I was in a family member's home. Uh, I was three years old and I decided to let the world know that I was an artist by painting my first piece on her freshly painted wall. So <laughs> my, first, my first canvas was her freshly painted mm-hmm. living room wall um, and then it was a point that um, you know family members were able to start noticing that that I was constantly utilizing that uh, yes that that creative outlet really to um, to create and then I was uh, offered the opportunity to be in art classes, but I have to say that i I did not uh art classes did not resonate with me uh, because I was Mm -hmm. told how to paint. And Mm -hmm. I had a certain way that I wanted to paint and it didn't jive with what the teacher wanted me to do. And so I didn't like it. And the same happened with piano, just for the record. I, I wanted to write my own songs and not play what other people had already played or already written. I wanted to write my own. So I had a lot of struggle with, the instructors in all the creative outlets, but yeah, three years old is when it
1: started. Wow. So when did you realize that you had a talent for musical instruments and, and music and such?
0: It was around the same age. Um, there was a lot of music, there was a lot of music in my family. Uh, my, Mm -hmm. my great aunt, she played piano for Waylon Jennings and which is not such a huge stretch because I, I was born in Littlefield, Texas, and a lot of this is in the book, but uh, I was born in Littlefield, Texas, and, and that's where Waylon Jennings is originally from. And his mother lived right down the street from us, and you know, his brother has like a gas station or something there. So, I mean, it wasn't a big stretch for her to my great aunt, who also lived there, to play the piano for him initially in the early stages of his career. And so wow. uh, there was a lot of musical influence. My dad, who was not in the picture, and again, a lot of this is in the book, but my more of the detailed story, I guess um, is in the book, but my dad, who wasn't in the picture, but you know obviously we get we get traits from them uh, is was a drummer mm-hmm. in a band and so and, and I believe still is I don't know we, we don't have a connection, but um, so there was just a lot of musical talent and my my aunt would come over quite a bit, my great aunt would come over quite a bit and play piano and and we would all sing, and so I was already singing and wanting to play at a, you know, a very young age, anywhere between three and five. And then at five is when I started singing. I guess you would say professionally because I was singing in churches and, uh, you know, as far as a small town is concerned, I was singing in churches and nursing homes even at the young age of five. And then I had my first bluegrass festival where I sang bluegrass when I was um, probably about seven years old. And so uh, all the way up through – Junior high and early years of high school, I was I was singing uh, quite a bit and playing piano was something that I started doing very early. But again, I, you know, I you ha- I had to learn theory and of course I had to learn songs that people played. I mean that was mm. just part of it. But it took a long time for me to get comfortable with a piano teacher, and I went through three or four of them <laughs> just because I continued to not like it because I was forced only to play what, you know, Beethoven and Bach and other people had already played. And so I I didn't, no offense to cover bands out there, but I I just am one of those that believes, you know, if it's already been done, don't do it again. It's like a glorified karaoke band. Like, do your, put your own music out there and then create something original because that's what you're here for, you know. And so I wanted to do my own thing and finally found, I I guess, really through my family uh, because I got tired of me complaining, found a music teacher that would allow me to do both. So it was a trade. And she was brilliant about this because she said, okay, if you will play three songs that I assign for you, you can play four songs that you write yourself. And so oh, smart. I was able to write That's four smart. songs. Yeah, she was very smart. And so I was able to write four songs a week and, and learn three songs a week. And so <laughs> – that's what I did until I was 18 years old. So
1: basically from the time
0: that I was five until I was 18, I was in music lessons, but I really did focus more on writing my own music. And so I guess that's one of, one of the many reasons that I really admired Prince, you know, he was a pianist and he was self-taught and he played his own music and, uh, he just had a similar, a similar, uh, I guess way about him in, in the way that he, created. So it resonated very early on.
1: Wow. I, d- I don't think I realized that you had started at such a young age. Three, that's that's very young for yeah. a child to know immediately this is what I'm going to do or I like to, to do these things or I like to be uh, creative. And usually as a rule, when someone starts that early, their life pretty much is a bizarre kind of situation because they're so creative. Some of them can't function, but you obviously turn this into something that is just magical, seriously, because you've Mm -hmm. got your music, you've got your, um, your work, you've got your artistic abilities. So let me get into the, let's say high school, getting after high school, those kinds of things. When Mm -hmm. did when did Prince come into your world? When were you aware of this man as an artist and go, oh, gee, you know, this guy rocks my world? I was seven. Oh I was my seven gosh. years
0: old when I, I was seven years old when I first heard him um, sing, and he was uh, he put out his first, his first, I guess anything, his first album in 1978. For you and for you, I didn't own. I didn't own that uh, that particular album. But um, in 1979, he put he put out Prince, and uh, that one, you know, I, I knew, and I, but I had heard the For You piece, and I, I mean, I, I immediately there was something about his voice, some, something about something about his soul that was coming through his music that was different than anything i'd ever known and and let me say that is saying something because i mean again i came from a very musically influenced family and so there there was a great deal of music in my world i mean in all genres you know i granted some of it wasn't necessarily what i would have chosen but was you know imparted upon me regardless so like i grew up singing you know gospel and bluegrass and um, classic country, which I still have an affinity for, uh, but even like pop country and things that I, you know, I no offense to anyone, but I, this pop country is not my particular favorite now. But like, I was definitely involved in those genres, and then of course I was a big fan of Kiss, and I was you know listening to rock stations and pop stations, and I couldn't get enough music. I mean, it was just. Everything that I wanted. I remember one comment that my grandmother made uh, that was actually positive. <laughs> Again, if you read the book, you'll understand this a little more. But uh, one of the comments that she made that was actually positive when I was little is that from a very early age, uh, like, you know, between three and five, they noticed that I was singing lyrics to songs that I'd only heard once. And I would only hear it once, and I would know the entire song, and I would be able to sing it. And so music was something that I just absorbed. I mean, I, it was just in me. And it, it was in my veins, and I could see it. I started When I started hearing Prince is when I, it really got even more intense. It had always been something that I connected to, and I was always clearly very uh, – I mean, for a, three or, a three-year-old to learn all the lyrics to a song – just upon hearing it once, you know, obviously it was something very meaningful to me. But um, when the, when Prince came in, it, it intensified, and I began to be able to see music. And I don't know if that makes any sense, but like how music videos, like someone is able to to choreograph in their mind the dance mm-hmm. moves or the movements that they would put with mm-hmm. the music. That's what I began to do, and. So I began like choreographing music, you know, to Prince. That's what I did. I was constantly uh, seeing what I would put, you know, with his music, and it was it, that started increasing as, as he came in, and and from seven years seven years old up, that connection with him, of course, intensified as well.
1: Well, what was his first song that got you? Do you remember? Do you remember the very first song? That you said, this is it?
0: Well, there were a few on his early albums that, you know, of course, I liked. Uh, I Want to Be Your Lover, uh, Soft and Wet, things like that. But I, I really, the connection that really drew me in, the, the minute I knew that this was my musical messiah, so to speak, was mm-hmm. when 1999 came out. And because I was a big fan of, you know, um, his music, Controversy, and like on Dirty Mind, um, I was a big fan of Dirty Mind, I was a big fan of Controversy, I had all the music there it was great, but when 1999 came out, I was, I mean, it something really clicked, like, I, I guess maybe it was that my awareness clicked because I, clearly my, my body, my spirit, my soul was already taking him in and embracing everything that he was. But suddenly my, maybe my develop, like developmentally, I could, I could grasp mm-hmm. what was happening. And in, so it, it, when 1999 came out, I, I really, uh, and I think that was in 1982, all these dates and everything are in the book, but um so I would have been 10 years old, I, I was aware this was it for me. And there was a particular song, and it wasn't 1999, and it wasn't Little Red Corvette. I was one of those people, and always have been, that although I'll appreciate the song that gets played on the radio, I will always grab an album and look through the songs that are more obscure that don't get released on your pop charts, you know. So mm-hmm. I immediately was drawn to um, Something in the Water Does Not Compute, on 1999, that album. And the reason is because it was extremely raw emotion. Uh, He was really screaming a lot of emotion at the end. And it's just the range of his voice, the fact that he had spoken word in it, the fact that he was really exposing himself in a vulnerable way. And, and again, in the book you'll understand why that was so important to me and my life. Uh, how things were rolling out in my life because it was very dysfunctional in my home and there was a lot of abuse. I really resonated with Prince on that too because he sang about a lot of things, but I knew there was a deeper thing going on, um, you know, than just broken heart from a from a love interest. I knew there was a lot of deeper stuff going on, and, and it wasn't until 1984 when he released Purple album and uh, Purple Rain, the album and the movie, that really, even though I know that movie was technically not a an, like an autobiographical movie but at the same time it also spoke to some of the things that did happen in his life and it made it more clear as to why it really resonated with him because we had a lot of similar things that had happened in our lives and, and of course far now since that, since that movie and you know, since he has transitioned into spirit I've learned even more that makes that more clear but definitely it was the 1999 album that made me realize this is something different something more than what i'd known from any other artist
1: wow well he's influenced you on many levels obviously because the is your painting Mm -hmm. of him and i wanted to make sure people knew that that was your painting you created that where is that painting by the way who did someone purchase it? it is it hanging up in some great place
0: Someone did purchase it, and and actually, uh, to give you a little bit of a background story on that painting, um, a very interesting situation occurred. I don't even know if you, Elizabeth, know this part, but, like, the paintings that I did um, in that series, that particular series, were Mm -hmm. all that it contained people that had influenced me or that had influenced, I guess, pop culture uh, and in that way influenced me. Um, so I had painted, I'd started painted, painting a David Bowie piece. It was my first painting. And it was a huge, I mean, my first painting in that series. And it was a huge piece. I mean, like a, a five, five foot by seven foot or something. And I oh gosh. had started painting, started painting that one the night David Bowie passed into spirit. So I had began to paint it. And I was inspired to paint it. And then an hour after starting it, I learned, or I, well, not an hour after, I guess the next morning, I learned mm-hmm. that David Bowie had passed into spirit. He, had, he transitioned into spirit. And then he had passed away, and I was a little floored because I thought, whoa, like I just started this painting, and this man is now not here. And so as I began to, like on this planet, and as I began to, Finish it, I felt his spirit very strongly, David Bowie's spirit very strongly, helping me complete it. And then I started painting a painting of Prince. And after that painting was finished, Prince passed.
1: Oh, gee. And
0: yeah. <laughs> So I was getting Don't ever me, paint like, one of me,
1: okay? Don't ever paint one yeah, of me. I don't I ever want to know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had people start to request paintings of our current president for that reason. Oh my But um, I, I really, I really was. Well, you know, he hadn't been elected at the time,
1: so people were just a little oh, bit my gosh. out,
0: and uh, yeah, people were offering to pay for that one. But anyway,
1: I. Oh my gosh.
0: I, I began. To realize that, okay, I guess I'm receiving information or something, you know, because I was painting. Mm-hmm. I had painted uh, an abstract of Marilyn Monroe, an abstract of Elvis Presley, and then David Bowie, and then Prince, and you now that's good. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I was, of course, quite devastated. So that painting meant a lot uh, mm. to me, especially when that was done, and it, um, it did sell to a person who was a huge a huge Prince fan and and has that piece and has been notified that the the painting that she now has in her home is on the cover of this book.
1: Wow. Well, I know you have this connection to Prince. I know there are several people out there who have a connection to Prince. And the interesting thing that I find about all this is the very first time you and I had a conversation, um, Mm -hmm gosh I don't even remember now when it was. It involved that it was about information from him to you and from you right. to him <laughs> and right. you know the conversation just got more intense, and it's just gotten more intense as the time has gone by, so I'm well aware of the um connection between the two of you and when i what I'm learning as I progress in my Um, endeavors is that you can have someone who is famous connect to what you would consider multiple people. They can do that. And the more that we realize that um, a lot of these famous people are actually part of the soul group that we are actually in, which is one of the reasons why we have such a, a severe reaction when someone that we really enjoy and really like makes their transition, it hurts. Uh, one of the first yeah. ones for me when I was a kid was Ernie Kovacs, but that was because there was something about him that just comedian, those kinds of things. But the most recent mm-hmm. was Steve Irwin, and I just felt like, you know, I had lost my my closest relative. So we have these groups of souls that are connected to all kinds of people. And I'm totally convinced that that's part of the deal with you and Prince is that you two are part of a soul group. And you do pick up things from him. I, I know you do. I know you pick up information pieces. And I know you're on a particular journey right now where you're exploring many different kinds of thoughts, um, visions, Uh, adaptions to everyday life pertaining to this situation. So what, with me knowing all of this, what Mm -hmm. triggered this book? Because I know something had to trigger this that said, okay, this is in my soul and I've got to share this with other people. I've got to let the world know that there's this connection here and that other people might feel the same way. What caused that that moment that says I'm gonna do this, I have to write this book. Well,
0: uh, initially whenever as I said, he whenever he passed away and I I am careful with my words right now because uh the way I felt then versus the way I feel now, I like I currently feel like he's right here, I'm aware, you know, mm-hmm. that he's still very much mm-hmm. with us. But at that time, uh, I had not advanced or evolved in my own spiritual journey the way that I have this past year, which, as you well know, has been at lightning speed. So um, at that time, I was very much grieving the loss of him and feeling it extreme, I mean, very deeply within me. Um, And as if I had lost a husband or, you know, a a father Mm -hmm. or a brother, uh, which, you know, it was just... extremely uh, devastating and I and I couldn't explain it except that I knew because of my family the dysfunction that I'd grown up in and that, you know, uh, with all of my education and experience in the field of addictions and counseling, I was aware of the dysfunctional roles in a family. I knew which one I certainly was in as a child and I, I'm aware that I kind of Um, move through different roles throughout my life but certainly at one point was a lost child and the lost child buries themselves in books or music or movies or video games or whatever to escape dysfunction and the pain within their family and in their lives And and, and in that way they become very attached to the actors and the artists and the musicians and the characters, you know, uh, if one of those actually ends up leaving the planet, they're devastated because it's become kind of a a surrogate family member, someone that they connect to that expresses emotions that's probably more emotionally available to them than their own family. And that was certainly Mm -hmm. the case for me because I was emotionally neglected. I mean, I was handed a lot of monetary uh, benefits, you know, a lot of material goods, but I wasn't, I was emotionally neglected and and abused on many levels, and so, um, I I did turn to music, and certainly turn to any form of creativity. And because I could spot at least what I think to be a lost child in, in Prince as well, I we connected. There was a it was it resonated with me, and he spoke so very. Honestly and vulnerably in his music, and spoke of love and uh, pain, but you know, resolving that pain. He spoke of all of that, so it, it, it clicked with me. And um, I guess whenever he passed away, I, that all of that surfaced. And so, I of course wrote about it. And I have, you know, I'm, I'm a freelance writer, as you know, and I write for Sober Recovery, which is. Uh, one of the publications I write for—it's a, it's a basically an online support group kind of, really it's a carry-all. They they have recovery support, addiction support, resources for people who are struggling with addiction. It's it's a fantastic uh, online resource for anyone struggling with addiction or with a family member that is, or or even if you're in recovery and you just need some extra support. And so I was writing for them at the time, and because Prince was supposedly, and I am doing air quotes right now, uh, supposedly found uh, in an elevator having overdosed, all of that in quotes, uh, I was aware that they, they might want to publish it. And sure enough, my editor, amazing as she is, uh, did choose to publish the piece, and it had a really overwhelming I mean, something I wasn't expecting, because I'd been writing for them for a while. And I mean, sure, I'd get some positive feedback from my articles, but this was international feedback, and it was overwhelming to the point that she ended up emailing me just to alert me to the fact that it had you know, received such a unexpected, overwhelmingly positive response. And people were able, in reading that, to not only express the same feelings, but to feel, I guess, quote-unquote normalized for mm-hmm. that experience because there mm-hmm. were many people out there feeling this deep-seated grief and loss that wasn't explained by, well, he was my best friend. You know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm. they, they yeah. didn't know him on a personal level, but they were missing him as if they'd lost a family member. So that I guess this piece helped some of some of them realized what was going on and it really allowed them to open up and and talk about it. And so, and to feel that sense of normalcy in it, like that this is very normal, especially if you identify with the role of a lost child. And so, um, from that, I was aware that there was something more I needed to do with it, but I wasn't yet sure what that was. And so I was still grieving. I was still very lost in all of this in terms of, you know, just I couldn't even listen to the first riff of Purple Rain without just being devastated. And you have to remember that right after he passed, every station especially like Sirius XM I was listening to the groove at the time and all they did was play constant Prince mm-hmm. and it was I mean, yeah. I was just crying constantly. If Purple Rain came on, I mean just hearing his voice was like it was just too much and so one night, I was reaching out to a friend of mine uh, via phone, and I was just crying. I mean, he picked up the phone, and all he could hear was me sobbing and, you know, eventually interjected and said, what is going on? You know, you're going to have to stop crying for a moment and tell me what's going on, because he wasn't putting together that this had anything to do with friends. He just, you know, was concerned for my mm-hmm. safety, I guess. And so
1: right, sure, I was
0: finally able to start kind of, uh, gathering myself and I was able to just you know utter the word prince and then I just am like devastated I I don't know what to do with this and I have this labradorite ring and I'm wearing it currently but it is a you know labradorite is one of those stones that it can appear blue sometimes it can appear green I mean like in terms mm-hmm. of at, at all times and then you get it into a certain light and then you can see the iridescent. Yep. in it
1: well this it's a great stone,
0: stone is and it's a beautiful stone. I love it. And this particular stone is huge, and it's always green. I mean, it's always, it looks like I'm wearing an olive on my finger, unless you get it into mm-hmm. a certain light, and then you can see some of the iridescent. But I mean, it's very, very subtle. It's, you know, you really have to look for it. It's a beautiful piece, and so but it's always been just this olive green color. And so, as I was on the phone with him, um, I'm, I had my, you know, hand. Uh, kind of on my forehead, just crying. And then I put my hand down on, I was, I was sitting on the floor. I mean, this is, this had really knocked me down quite literally. And so I was sitting on the floor and I was next to my bed and I put my hand on the bed, just really trying to take a breath. I mean, I was just devastated. And I looked down at that ring turned a bright shade of purple like a mood ring might do. I mean, just a bright shade of purple right in front of my eyes. And immediately, clairaudiently, I started hearing Purple Rain playing in my head. And, I mean, it was loud as if there was a concert going on in my mind. It was this very clear sound of him singing. And I knew. I instantly knew he was fine, Everything was okay. He was here, and I just, my tears stopped. I had this, I mean, immediate sense of peace that overwhelmed me, and I just stopped crying. And my friend was like, are you okay? And I said, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to talk. I mean, I'm sure for him that must have been absolutely the most bizarre experience he'd ever had with me, and that's probably saying something. But, like, that, you know, we just got off the phone because I was fine. That's good. Because I knew he was, he was here, and it was great, and it was good, and everything was okay. And I had that feeling of everything's okay. It's all okay. It's all going to be better than okay. It's like fantastic. And so I just, I was fine. And it was the next day that I was inspired. And when I say inspired, I mean that it came to me through him. Uh, you know the sky was all purple, and the reason is because in 1999 the song, you know, he says the sky was all purple. There were people everywhere, and what I recalled from when he passed was that, although uh, later to find out, you know, all of all of the the sky around all over the country and the world had turned quote unquote purple, like even Niagara Falls had lit up purple. Of course, this was in celebration of Queen Elizabeth's birthday. But for all of us who were Prince fans, we were well aware that it was for Prince, you know, and that, that mm-hmm. was that well, was sure. at least how we perceived it. And so, um, that's why the title, the sky was all purple. That's how it came about. That's why it resonated. Is because for me, it it had been all purple since seven years old. Um, mm-hmm. and then you know, for for us certainly in the physical world, whenever he Transitioned into spirit, although it was for a different purpose, the sky in many areas did turn purple. And I was aware that everyone was paying attention to purple sunsets. And, um, and then for him to sing Purple Rain, in, you know, clairvoyantly, for me to pick, very clear to me that that's what the title needed to be. And I was well aware that with all these people sharing their stories uh, in response to this article I had written, there would be plenty of people who would want to share. Uh, more detailed stories for the purposes of publication in this book. So that's how it came about. And uh, everyone that was brought my way was brought my way for a reason. So pretty intense stuff and a really cool experience.
1: Yeah. Well, let me ask you, because we were talking about uh, metaphysics along with Prince, and just to let Mm -hmm. you know, my – Little cover sleeve that goes over my microphone is purple today in honor of this event. Aww. I didn't realize that until I just Yay. happened to look down. I thought, oh my gosh, that's purple. Uh, <laughs> he must be here. Okay. So um, there's a there's a real interesting picture of him with sunglasses. They're circular, and there is like a circular lens above that would just fit the third eye. Right. So. Right. was prince metaphysical or or do you have info what do you think his gifts were uh, everything i mean Cla yeah all yeah, those he, gifts
0: yeah most definitely he was very connected to spirit another reason that um you know and I, I gotta say like that uh, it's been since this journey has begun that I have gotten more and more information about him and it's become more and more clear why you know I was clicking with him um, mm-hmm. throughout his life but there are interviews where he talks about how he kept his and his interviews were rare you know this isn't a person that interviewed all the time but there's an interview where he talks about uh, he kept Paisley Park you know the space where his studio was he kept it quiet in there so he could hear mm-hmm. Um and, you know, he points to the sky when he says that so he could hear. And so mm-hmm. he was able to listen clairaudiently to those that were inspiring his music. And, I mean, most definitely this was a, a soul here for a purpose that was far greater than probably we even are aware. I There is a quote at the end of the book, which I won't quote right now because I do want to leave something for readers, but, like,
1: there's a there's quite a bit uh,
0: there's quite a bit in there that's juicy i gotta say there's a lot of raw stuff from me and then a lot of really amazing stories from contributors so um that were very just open hearted and vulnerably shared their experiences as well so anyway um there's a quote at the end of the book, one of Prince's songs, and I don't know people if people really paid attention to the lyrics and really can put it together now but there are quite a few songs that will tell you exactly what he was here to do and why he was doing what he was doing. And that it was his sole mission. It was his purpose. It was the point Mm -hmm. of him being here. Um, Certainly more than, you know, just a musician. And I'm not dismissing musicians by saying that, but I'm saying there was more to him than uh, writing music and playing songs. He was on a mission and it was, he was certainly fulfilling it. Um, And, you know, there's, there are a lot of interviews that point to that metaphysical stuff, but there's also everything in his music that points to it. And the fact Mm -hmm. that the band that he was with before, you know, leaving this planet was third eye girl. I mean, he was, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: uh,
0: always talking about, uh, always talking about spirit in his songs and in his interviews. And so very connected and and definitely clear audience, definitely clear sentient. I would imagine had it all, you know, uh, didn't obviously talk about all of that as openly, you know, on every single interview, but there's certainly some where he's a
1: little more open about those things. Excuse me. We also know he was extremely private, you know, he was not someone who, and I know now why, and it's mainly because when you have your gifts and you have your, um, your talents, you do not necessarily want to be around a a lot of people that could potentially throw a bunch of negative info and energy that way. Right, right. And a lot of famous people that write remarkable music or poetry or books, um, some people say that uh, some of the best writers ever have channeled books because they've tapped into what I call the information highway. And literally got Mm -hmm. into that zone, got into that space where they could just see it in their mind. And they just immediately could write all this stuff down. And it didn't take them any time at all. You know, they do major pieces of work and it takes them, what, three minutes. But it took them five years to get to that three minutes. So they, they appreciate the time. And it isn't always just immediate, but you... You can get to that place, and you can tap into it. And with him being so private, it made sense to me that he would be because of his gifts and his talents. And, you know, people that are famous, people want a piece of you. You know, they want to, oh, let me just have a little bit of this, and you can share a little bit of that. No, come on, let's do this. And you have to have those boundaries. You cannot just be on all the time. So, and... Was this also with his um, eating habits and those kinds of things? He was—he seemed to be extremely healthy to me. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, he was a vegetarian and uh, was also, I mean, it's just, this is going to be a controversial thing to say, but I mean, again, I'm air quoting anything that came from the uh, details about surrounding his passing, but um, he was actually a sober person, you know, he didn't he didn't even allow people to work with him that that drank or did drugs or anything like that. So he was a very clean liver and, um, mm-hmm. you know, Jehovah's Witness and very devout Jehovah's Witness. Like went door to door um, literally, you know, telling people about the word. I mean, he was definitely someone that uh, lived his life in a holistically healthy manner.
1: So let me ask you about the connection between him and Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Was there ever really competition, or were they just really two amazing souls that recognized that they were both on a specific journey and that they really supported each other in their music? Yeah, most definitely.
0: Because um, they seem
1: to be so, so similar in so many ways. Yeah,
0: um, there was definitely no competition. That's not at all what Prince was about. Uh, mm-hmm. That's something that, you know, the media is about. And so the media always tried to spin some stories, I'm sure. But, you know, they were always trying to bait Prince in interviews and always trying to – and Prince never never went that direction. You couldn't mm-hmm. get him to, you know, follow or play your games. I mean, he, as far as the media was concerned, he wasn't going to do that. Um, but with regard to competition on any level, that was never, never anything he was about. I think he always had any 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 other artist that was putting a message of love into the world. He had respect for that. Um, mm-hmm. If I had to give like a like a thought without any information received and just my own experience and my own perception, I would say that you've got. Individuals on the planet placed here for a purpose. We all are, but I mean, like, on a worldwide platform, you know. And when you're in their presence, you're well aware of it because of just the way that, I mean, you can see it in their aura, the way that they hold themselves, the the way that the the person that they are. It's like their body can barely even hold their their spirit, you know, because it's so mm-hmm. big, and it, it's 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 uh, very clear that there's something more to them as something special and uh i would if i was just like i said without any information received and you were just asking me this as just a person with zero connection to prince and just talking about this i would tell you that it was just that you have two souls here that know they have that mission and so therefore there's no reason for them to connect and do something because they're both doing something they're put here to do as separate entities and, you know, but they're, it's for the same purpose.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, It's
0: to spread love and it's to heal and it's to help. And it's certainly not to compete against each other, um, but to, you know, bridge gaps and to be that voice for different people in different ways, uh, kind of like prophets, you know, it's like they don't, you don't Mm -hmm. have competition between Buddha and Buddha and Jesus. Like humans do that. Humans put the Mm -hmm. competition there, but like they're, here, you know, they're here for the same thing and they're, they're here speaking to different cultures and different people, but it's for the same purpose.
1: It's the same thing there. Yeah. I find that there's, we're, the humans are the ones that try to put in the competition between other people. Right. You know, we're the ones exactly. who are trying to make, this has to be a competition. It can't just be one-on-one and uh, trying to help each right. other. So. Right. This book. Um, apparently is going to be going out to the masses. Uh, tell people how they can can get a hold of this book.
0: Well, it's uh, available on Amazon. Uh, it's also available on BarnesandNoble.com, um, and you can just go to Amazon and type in the search. The sky was all purple, and it should come up. Um, but it's it's something you can also find on the Girl Power Hour. Page, which is facebook.com backslash girl power half hour by the way um and you can find it on my personal artist and author page which is facebook.com backslash tosh t-o-s-h paint and pin like as in art and writing so tosh paint and mm-hmm. pin um or you can just search me tasha Humphreys artist and author um and you can locate the link there and then you can also go to sober recovery and and go to the actual recovery page and you can look at the article that I referenced or even find that on the girl power hour page or my artist and author page. And, um, the link is included, uh, in, in there as well. So you can just do a quick click on that link and, and purchase it. And I I will hope that if you do purchase it, first of all, thank you in advance for supporting, uh, and thank you for loving Prince, but also, uh, please leave a review because I, I, all of these contributors that contributed, I mean, they really put their heart out there, and I really want them to feel the love uh, from people. So, you know, please be sure to leave some feedback and some love for the contributors because they, it, it takes a lot to share your story and to be vulnerable, even if it's going to go in anonymously or if it's going to go in with just your first name, you know, it, it's still something uh, to write write your story down and to share it in that way. So I just want to make sure they get a lot of love for that.
1: Well, and it's so personal. You know, you're, you're really being vulnerable. And I have to admire people that are willing to say, well, this happened to me and I'm willing to share this with other people so that it could either help them heal or give them a better perspective. Um, there's a lot of us that are running around confused these days and we need as much help as possible. And it's always comforting to know that we're not the only one that is feeling or expressing themselves. And we can connect to other people and go, yeah, I feel the same way. And I'm so glad that you're so glad that you've taken this on. You know, a lot of people, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. In my opinion, no, that's just my opinion, air quotes. Mm -hmm. But I believe that there is something for people to understand that there is another side. People do go to the other side. They do connect with us. Um, when we're yeah. in that soul group, they stay connected. They really do not disappear. And one of the things that we're trying to bring to other people is to let them know that if you would just take some time, get centered, get grounded, that you too can connect to individuals that you're connected to. Um Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to take the rest of this time, if you don't mind, and just give you a little bit of information of what I'm getting so far. So what I need you to do is watch the clock for me and tell me when we're done. Yeah, got
0: it. i got it. Okay. Well, let me, let me interject uh, and say one thing really quick. And uh-huh. this is just because I want to make sure that, that listeners out there know this. In the book, there is an opportunity, an invitation for anyone who has a story about Prince. And that means, uh, because the next book that I there is a book, already in the planning for like a a second one of this nature Mm -hmm. yes and this one will be a more of a, a spiritual uh tone but if you have a story to share about prince whether it be in the physical or the spiritual like if you've experienced something since he has transitioned into spirit by all means share that with me as well and um the way that you can contact me and how you can send your story is in
1: that book. So, and sorry to interrupt, keep going. <laughs> no, absolutely. It. Cause we want to make sure people know about this. Oh, and I'm going to put this out there on my uh, Facebook page as well. I'm also going to put it on my business page, metaphysical com, And you can find the links to everything on all of our pages. We're covering it. Global people. We want you to be able to get in touch with, um, with your connection to, to to Prince, we want people to know that he is mm-hmm. he is out there and he is available. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, like I said, I'm going to let you watch the clock because since I'm yep. on the other side, I can't For see anything. So, yeah. Okay. It. One of the things that I have picked up is the fact that yes, I did know that there was a second book coming. Yes, I did know that that was going to be a, more of a spiritual type. Situation. So I know that there are other people that are connected to him as well that should really take advantage of this. And I'm talking about globally, not just in the U.S. or just Texas. But there's going to be like a, like, um, what do you? Well, like a calling of sorts where people will get this. Oh, you know, I need to, I need to express this. And where do I, where do I go? What do I do? And it feels like it's going to be starting really strong towards like the end of the year, but definitely in 2018. So, those of you who have your connections, start writing your stories down, uh, or start making your recordings and start putting this out there. And be sure and send Tasha the info so that she can um, check it out as well. And what I find interesting is that I think what's going to what's going to shock a lot of people is we're all getting the same information. (laughs) So it's like You can't deny that you know what you know because you cannot have ten people be wrong on one information piece, especially if you're having in in different places, different countries, um, different languages, and we're still getting the same messages. Um, I will say this. Prince doesn't come to me as often as he did in the beginning, but I think that's because my goal or my mission or my job was to – to hook other people up to him as well. Um, I know it was with you. Uh, There is that special Mm -hmm. connection there. Uh, I know that you're going to have a great adventure with this story and that you're going to, uh, other people are going to come into your world that's going to give you more information. So there's uh, talks of um, information between Twin Flames. There's going to be information about soulmates there's going to be information of uh, potential walk-ins. So I know that's kind of like really pushing the limits here and really like, oh, you know, Elizabeth, I think you've gone too far. However, that's starting to show up in my world. And if it's starting to show up in my world, then that means it's it's got to be showing up in other people because – what I'm also realizing is that it does not happen to just one individual as a rule. We either listen to it and take advantage of it, or we just go, oh, you know what? That's not for me. Thank you. I cannot do this, and you just walk away. So we're asking people to, through prints would be astounding that we could literally come together as a planet, that we could literally come together as a people, that we could literally come together with a positive uh, message for multiple people. Um How awesome would that be? I know that the feeling that I get from just even mentioning this and discussing this is just one of great joy because that, like you said, is what his goal was was to get mm-hmm. people to come together and come together in peace, come together in love, come together as a as a as a soul Let's get our soul groups together. Um, I know he was mm-hmm. aware that there were multiple soul groups. I know that mm-hmm. um I know what they're saying about how he transitioned, but I also know that there are just times when it is your time to go. And right. in this particular case, it was time for him to go, and there was no way to make that stop. Same way with um, um, Robin Williams. It, you know, it really was his time to go. I didn't think it was. I fought that for at least a year. I just was in denial, but it's true. It was his time to go, and that that's why he made mm-hmm. his transition as well. And his was the same mm-hmm. thing. Be kind to people. Be nice to people. Um, listen to that inner voice. Be happy. Don't, you don't have to stay in relationships that are not good for you. And Prince really is in that same category. If it doesn't work for you, get out. It, it, don't stay mm-hmm. in something that's not going to bring you joy so there's another book for you. It's probably in a trilogy. I'm going to have to just say, I think it's a trilogy because everything that comes around with him is in three. Everything that comes right. to you is in three. Right. And so there's, right. there's this book that's coming, but then after that, there will be another. And I think it's going to have, um, I mean, it just feels like major revelations for people. And they will just go, Oh my gosh, how, That is just amazing. How did that happen? I think we're all going to go, oh, my God. Yeah, how did that happen? Well, I don't know. Okay, so she did it. Well, okay. You know how she is. And so the main thing right now is to to let you know that there are great things coming. There's more information coming to you. Uh, The main thing, and I think think one of the things that's happening, well, we know that you're really – you're such a patient person. Air quotes. Yeah, we all see, really I know really you mean. all saw that. <laughs> You're such a patient person. And <laughs> <laughs> even he's laughing at that one. I mean, literally, yeah. you can uh-huh. hear that. Woo-hoo. I mean, I can hear that. So I was. I'll share this with the audience today. I had to go get. Um, some items at the Walmart and I'm standing there and I'm thinking about the show and like, gosh, you know, I'm so excited about this. And I'm thinking about questions and what should I do? And all of a sudden who who shows up? Little red Little red Corvette. And I'm going, okay, you're following me now to Walmart. Okay. That's sad. That's just sad. I appreciate it. But, you, know, you need to be, you need to be where I can get in touch with you later. You know, don't follow me to Walmart. Get, get, Get someplace where we can talk to you later. But anyway, it was like he was going, <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And apparently, mm-hmm. he was extremely excited about this because that's what it feels like. I mean, it feels oh, yeah. like. Very. But one of the things with Prince, and I think you should know this, is he, it, the the information that I'm getting about him, is he's getting closer and closer to just almost pure energy, almost just pure energy. And what's going to happen is it's going to affect the body, it'll affect the physical body. So you need to you need to take that in stages. So don't don't just open up your arms and go, okay, let's let's just, you know, absorb all of this. You're going to have to do that in stages because it will affect your heart rate. It will affect your uh, concentration. It'll, it can almost make you feel like you have like what we call psychic flu because you'll just ache and hurt and you're not sure why and your sleep mm-hmm. will be disoriented and those kinds of things. And I'm sure, I'm sure that's part of something that you're experiencing that, yes. now. Okay. <laughs> yes. So with that information that's just letting you know um you and that's for anybody else who's going through the same thing if you feel like you're experiencing these symptoms remember to breathe first of all you have to breathe and the second thing is no you're not crazy and the third thing is is that somewhere along the line you guys made an agreement that's that's like a a sole contract and that's part of the deal too so we're 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 having to to get to that point where we're comfortable with our gifts. I'm happy with my gifts. Um, I've made peace with this. Um, I have not lost my mind. I do know what I know, and I'm I'm thanking um, my guides and angels and, and people that are coming into my perspective and world in the in the real world, who are bringing their friends and their guides and their gifts towards me as well and let's share this information and see what's happening so you're going to be really really busy for at least the next two to three years maybe even five years but eventually this is going to calm down to the point where people will say now can I share this with you and this is what my experience was and more people will be coming out and going yeah it was Prince or hey it was David Bowie I mean seriously people will be coming out and I think you're the catalyst in this, so congratulations for that. Thank you for being brave enough yeah. to write this, and thank you to be brave enough to to talk about it, because not everybody would. I know that
0: just oh, from you. people I've thank talked you, to.
1: You. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, God, don't tell anybody you. my name. Okay, I won't. <laughs> I won't say a word, Tasha. Won't say anything, Humphreys. <laughs> Book person, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's 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 the information that I've gotten. And there's a happiness here. There's a great happiness. So I know that this is coming into uh, through. Gosh, there's all this smoke in here in my room now. So it must be like spiritually connected. Hey, so yeah. ugh, you're, you and your tribe, Lord, I cannot get through one I show know. without somebody showing <laughs> up. <laughs> but anyway, he's connected, you know, you know he's connected to the Native American aspect as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. yeah. Oh, Most yeah. Definitely. So that's why there's so much smoke that comes in at one time. It's like, oh, no. We almost made it. Almost <laughs> made it to the end of the show. And it's <laughs> like, oh, no, we've got to, no, no. We're not finished. Well, that we're girl, gonna what are going to keep going. We're going to keep
0: going. We're going to keep going okay. until you wrap up, because uh, the, okay. just so the listeners know, this is about to end, but you can catch it on Archive and, and hear the rest of it. So
1: keep going, Elizabeth. Okay. Okay, so let me see one else. Um, oh, okay, yeah. One of the things that came through was uh, music, Um Apparently, there is something that he wants you to write, compose, create, uh, whether it be lyrics, words, or music. And the, the sound that I get or the sounds that I'm hearing, like, say in my head, is like it's angelical. It's a different sound. Mm-hmm. It's just totally different, and apparently that coming to you, especially lyrics to, to to songs. It may just be one special song. However, the connection to that song is going to be from a point of view of healing. So he's he's also sending out to the masses. There's a healing coming. Uh, there's a better perspective coming, there's a awakening coming. Uh, we've been talking for months about the fifth dimension, not the group, but the actual going into the fifth dimension, um, playing in that world and why it's difficult for many people because they want to stay in the third dimension. We're just kind of blown by the fourth. So you have those moments where synchronicity is just unbelievable. You have all of these wonderful things happen to you, and then all of a sudden you fall out of that. It's out of that information highway, and you're having to be in the third dimension again. His music, now, his words. Let me,
0: let, 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 me, let me interrupt you and say, just so the audience is aware of just how on you are and how much information you get and how accurate it is. Um, you know, he's been writing music through me since he got here. Um, he's been, so I have a whole kidding. book of lyrics.
1: No, you have are all kidding book of lyrics
0: me. That he's, no, that he's been writing. And um, in the beginning, he directed me to a musician that I know in Dallas and had me send some of those lyrics to him. And then he's recently brought in a female musician, just, you know, again, one of those things that I, I knew he would. Um, and I was supposed to hand her the book, and she went through the book. He said she would know which which ones were for her, and she, sure enough, picked up the ones that she wanted. And so that's already uh, that's already happening.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: I was going to say some, something really smart adequately, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Like, golly, <laughs> you're good. Like, no, you're I won't say that. Yeah. I'm psychic. <laughs> Didn't know when my surprise birthday was going to happen, but I'm psychic. I mean, <laughs> And I didn't, I did not, I, did. I just did not know that it was going to happen. I was, I was really surprised. And they're going, how do you do that? How do you not know? I, well, you know, maybe every <laughs> once in a while I want to be surprised. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just dismissed kids, it. Okay? Just, okay. I'm blocking those <laughs> thoughts. I'm not knowing anything. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let me see if there's something else that we can add to this that, um, well, the main thing is to uh, not. Well, the main thing is not to be, as I say, um, lovingly but jokingly. Do not be afeared, <laughs> Do not be afraid. <laughs> the um, obviously, there's going to be more things to come. But the best thing that can happen to you and to the, well, let's say to others, is to take your time. Uh, just be diligent with your intentions and if you will um, stay with that and if there were more people that could hear the music as well and they could write their music then you could literally have the symphony that's going to be heard around the world and that to me would be one of the greatest gifts ever because then you could have different countries, different nationalities, different languages uh, publish his work you know, so to speak, Mm -hmm. Uh, at least his energy. And I think we need to remember that what's actually coming through to everyone is the vibration, and that is the key. It's raising our vibration so that we can be more comfortable in this energy. And one of the things that we have to remember is the stuff that's coming through right now everywhere is so negative and so hurtful and so fearful and so frightening. That we have to remember that we have to reach to that point in our in our souls where we just know things are going to be working out like it's supposed to and it's going to be okay in the meantime we have to uh, learn our lessons and see if we can't grow from those and part of this is to to let other people know. That the people from the other side are trying to get in touch with us, and that veil is just getting thinner and thinner and thinner, even more so than just what you know what they say during Halloween and the Day of the Dead and uh, those particular days. It's becoming more like Day of the Dead in my world all the time because there's more and more people <laughs> showing up, like um, Prince and and other people, and that that's that's my story. I've heard. I hear my information from famous people all the time, and it gets my attention. So that's when I really, either in my dreams or whatever, it it, cap- it captures my attention. So um, the main thing that I believe to be true with him is what we said earlier about your music, about the lyrics, about making that available. But... uh this, this new thing that's coming, I think we're going to have to have more people come in for this and with you to give you a better perspective because a lot of this stuff that's going to be coming in for you is just over my head, and I haven't experienced it. So I'm kind of um, excited about taking the journey with you guys from a distance so that I'll know that's what that means. You know, we can always learn things mm-hmm. from, from people, and this, this would be my learning curve, and I'm really excited about it. And not yes. everybody know what we're talking about. You know, no, <laughs> not right now, you know, yeah, later on, not yet. just, yeah. just keep the mind open. Don't close the yes, door. Exactly. Just, you know, crack, Yeah. crack, just crack that door just a little bit. Because <laughs> it is true. You know, more and more people are, are picking up on, on different things. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It's for real. And right. Uh, It frightens a lot of people. They don't want that. Oh, no, I don't want to know about that. No, don't tell me about death and those kinds of things. And it's like, well, you know, they just, people really don't die. It's just a different form of communication. And we have to learn, it's like learning a new language. That's what we're doing. We're literally learning a, a new language and raising our vibration, and that's what it is. Yeah. So he, I feel him pulling back now. So that must have been the major, the major thing for him. Okay. Wonderful. Just, just to talk about yeah. it, I think was huge. Yeah. Uh, or for a, or for him to be willing to be a part of this, I think that was major because yeah. I just, you know, I haven't seen that happen before. Even Aww. when we talk about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. his, his energy is not, you know, don't don't tell everybody what, you know, this is private and it's not, you know, it's just between certain right. people. And now he's going, okay, we're we're going to let some of these people know because he's wanting to get yeah. other people involved. Yeah. Uh, more of the yeah. mask, you know, come and, and share your, if it's pain, share it. If it's happiness, share it. And let's put this right. in a collaboration of souls so we can show, hey, you know what? You are part of that soul group. And don't be embarrassed yeah. about it. Be be happy about the fact that you're part of that soul group. If somebody tells me yeah. I'm part of the soul group to Steve um, Irwin, I just go, absolutely, that, that he is a part of my soul group. I still miss that guy. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: and that's the thing, you know, uh, if you were a follower of Prince, I mean, that's what he did in his music. I mean, he... He collaborated. That was the thing. He he wasn't just yeah. a one-man show. He loved to have collaborations. He liked to have the new power generation filled with, he loved to work with Shaka Khan. He loved to work with, you know, uh, George Clinton. He loved to work with just anyone and everyone. He wrote songs and gave them away to people. I mean, he was, mm-hmm. he was always yeah. giving music to other musicians and, you know, constantly, I mean, writing constantly and giving music away and, and pulling mm-hmm. musicians together and pulling people together and, and constantly assisting people that came to him and whatever dreams they had and trying to really uplift. I mean, he's just doing the
1: same thing now. You know, it's like it hasn't changed.
0: Exactly. And that's exactly right.
1: That is so true. He is still doing his collaboration. And I think maybe that's that's like the book. It's the collaboration. It's different souls mm-hmm. coming together saying, yes, I've experienced this and I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. And then everybody gets to come together and go, oh, my gosh, you know what? We've all had the same experience. How awesome exactly. is that? Yeah. And I'm all for that yeah. because it's of a it's, it's of a healing nature. And it's also of a positive Mm -hmm. nature. And those are two of my favorite things. Let's heal and let's get positive and let's go forward. Exactly. Agreed. But, yeah, Yeah, he he shows up purple quite often. You know, he shows up as a purple uh, light many times just, you know, around the house just in general. But I think it was Mm -hmm. more so this time or this week because we knew what was going to be happening. And then we didn't know right. what was going to be happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> Wednesday, all of a sudden, this just started to roll. You could just feel yeah. the momentum just gathering. It was like, I'm so glad we didn't know this a week ago. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just really kind of glad. <laughs> Burying us this, you know, yeah, I don't know if we could have taken this whole week. You know, two days. Yeah. My gosh. It was like, uh, yeah. what time is I it know. now? What time is it now?
0: I got to say, yeah. um, just on that note, like, you know, Prince was known for being someone who would, he took his studio everywhere. Like he had a, a, a mobile studio he carried with him when he traveled. He he would get up yeah. in the middle of the night to write a song. If he had a dream that he would wake up from, I mean, he would, if he heard something and even talked mm-hmm. about it, you know, like he'd brushing his teeth and the toothbrush to start vibrating. He was like, I got to go. Like he would go write a tune right then and there because it was coming to him. And he was like, you know, when you're in mm-hmm. spirit is inspiring you. You got a role. I mean, that's your mission. That's your job. It's like you've been given a job. You go do it. So he was known for that and, and, and wrongly quote unquote accused of being a workaholic. It wasn't somebody trying to bury himself and avoid life. He was doing his life. Like this Mm -hmm. is what his purpose was on this planet. Mm -hmm. He was still available to love people. You know, it's not like he was Uh, emotionally closed off. You know, that's what a workaholic is. is like bury themselves in work and they're not there for the rest of the people in their lives. But that's not what he was at all. He was just, he was giving through his music and he was here to do that. And so he was inspired and he was doing that. And I got to say that when I started finishing up, you know, this book, you have to know that as an artist, I wait for inspiration too. So, you know, like I've got canvas in my studio space right now. And aside from the commissions that I've started, my next series has not come to me yet. So it just sits there, you know, until it comes. Yeah. And I and I know that right now my focus has been on, you know, getting this book out. So a lot of things were kind of just put aside. And it's, it's spirit. It's Prince that does that. Like he'll set things aside and things won't happen so that I'll have a full week to really, like,
1: get mm-hmm. things done.
0: And during that week that I was really, you know, I mean, I'd obviously put this together for, you know, I guess about six months, not a full year, but once I was receiving mm-hmm. all the pe all the submissions, I started putting it together, but I had not sat down and really pulled it all together again because it wasn't time. I mean, he was going to tell me when it was time, you know? And so
1: right. exactly. I
0: got that information and, you know, you talk about that pure energy thing. I told you before we spoke uh, on the show today that i was having like a double heartbeat, and so I was aware i mean his energy was here within me like it was mm-hmm. through that whole week i mean I'm the kind of person who you know i'm i mean I definitely get energized at night, but i I value sleep, and I typically like to get a good eight hours in, and you know I like to uh get up and and take my time waking before I get everything kind of rolling, and that's just kind of been my way, but I was aware. You know, from from knowing of what I've read of Prince and everything, and that in all the interviews I've seen that, he's pretty energized, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah, the minute that I got this call to begin working and putting this together, I suddenly started feeling this double heartbeat. I suddenly started having this energy that was not mine. And I mean, it was like mm-hmm. I would go to bed, I would work on this until two o'clock in the morning and wake up at seven thirty in the morning. Uh-huh. and jump right back on it, which is not yeah. <laughs>
1: like
0: Even my dog, yeah. are like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, like, can we eat?
1: This woman I has mean, lost you know, her mind. Like, we need to yeah, find new I mean, owners. We can't put up with this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just this, uh, just this
0: really different experience. And, and when it was done, and I mean done, not like cause, you know, through this publishing process, there's a lot of times you think you're finished, but you're not because you have to. Mm. It comes back to you, and you have to do some more edits, and then it comes back again, mm-hmm. and you do some more edits mm-hmm. again. So I continued to think that it was done, but I was still feeling that it jazzed up energy, and I would receive it back. And then when it was actually done, done, and like completely finished, I felt this energy pull off of me. Like it was almost like I was being unplugged. It was a random, I mean, it was just really something I'd never, ever, mm-hmm. it was a random time when it happened. It was just later that evening. It was like chills all over me, but it was like someone had just unplugged me or something. And then mm-hmm. I just went back to my normal energy, <laughs> like my normal peace, you know, like kind of go with the flow energy. Not that, you know, I don't get, I don't, I mean, of course I get energized around events and stuff like that, that i put yeah, together, but this was different than anything even I'd ever experienced with Red Blocks and Rock, that show that I do every year. Mm-hmm. So this was like a, a different thing. And, and as soon as that was done, I mean, I went to sleep that night and slept like a baby. I mean, like I was wow. out and I slept really good. I woke up the next day and it was like, ah, that's a lot of energy, man. He's got a lot of energy. So
1: it was really, well, and uh, he does. really intense
0: there for that. Yeah, well, a lot, a lot. And then he and does. So it was intense during that time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I was awake last night until 3.30 in the morning. I could not go to sleep. Wow. My mind just would not shut off. And it was one mm-hmm. of those, okay, you know, if you've got something to tell me, now would be good. Don't yeah. Don't <laughs> just keep me up. Like, now would be good. This would be good. <laughs> And then yeah. I woke up at I think it was eight o'clock or eight thirty, and I've been just hitting the floor, you know, hit the floor running. I've got to do this. I've got to go here. I've got to get this, and blah blah. And it was like I have a feeling that after this show is really over, I'll go and sit down, and that'll be it, or wait till the storms come, <laughs> or whatever, because I know <laughs> that's going to happen. But it was like everything got rearranged on my schedule for today. Everything got changed. Wow. Everything. And it was like, apparently, that's what needed to happen. So, And that's another one of the things that we need to remind people is that you have to really go with the flow. And you're absolutely right. If you wake up at 2 o'clock and you have an idea, you need to do something with that. Because it is true, spirit does not recognize time. They do not recognize time. And we're kind of at that point. However, I do tell you know my guides and my spirit uh, guides and um, people, just in general that are over on the other side. My hours of work, I work from nine o'clock in the morning until nine at night, unless I'm doing a party or something. But as a rule, that's my you know that's my office hours. You can come and visit me during that time, but don't come at three o'clock in the morning just to wake me up. I don't need that. I did in the beginning, I don't now. Right. You know, so that's that's old. So let's let's do something else. But I had a feeling that what was happening was I was connecting into Prince's energy, and I was thinking, what have I done? (laughs) Oh, no, what (laughs) have I done? And it's like, I'll never get any sleep. I'll be awake for days because that's just (laughs) not in my, uh, you know. And what I've discovered, something really odd for me, is I've developed a taste for coffee, Mm. actual coffee, and it's like, "Oh wow, you know a good cup of coffee that just sounds really good, and I've had people just kind of look at me like, "What is wrong with you? Where did this coffee thing come from?" And I'm thinking, I don't know. Somebody <laughs> apparently likes coffee, and we're you know yeah. we're gonna be drinking coffee for a while, so <laughs> as long as it's not alcoholic, yeah. I'm okay, you know, but it was like coffee, <laughs> okay, well, we'll drink coffee, but that's like. You get these energies, and you just go, "Oh, what have I done? Oh, what have I yeah. done?" But I know, I know yeah. now who it was. I understand what you're saying. I understand the mechanics yeah. of it. Maybe some of these other people yeah, don't, but we we know. Yeah. What, and I'm really grateful. We know what it's
0: like. Yeah, and I'm really grateful, mm-hmm. grateful beyond. Of course, you know this, but I'm grateful for things we can't even talk about. But certainly grateful for that 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 he did give me that energy and that it, it was like that. I mean, it was amazing and it helped me really yeah. understand him it was like, wow. Yeah. I mean like this, you know, of course it's no right. wonder oh, he all wanted it quiet. Time,
1: you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, this is, he was feeling it and he was in it and you know, that's how I am with, uh, with TLR with that show that I do is cause it's all, you know, it's performance art and it's soundtrack to music and, uh, yeah. my heart out there for everyone and it's a it's a certainly a collaboration and um, mm-hmm. it's, it's what I did with my ability to see music is that you know I choreographed that music and that's that's how I feel when I'm in that zone or when I'm writing a song on piano or when I'm painting I get in that zone too and so this was the first time because you know I write assigned writing and that doesn't mean that I don't need mm-hmm. to write creatively I do but I have to pitch certain things and they have to be certain ways because it's for certain formats when you write a book You have Mm -hmm. your ability to be creative, you know, and so pulling this all together, I mean, this was, I was able to get in that zone. I was able to get in that zone with his level of energy, and it was, Mm -hmm. it was fantastic. So, yeah, I'm extremely grateful for that. That was very cool. And
1: it was extremely intense, too. I mean, that, people should know that. It was extremely intense, Mm -hmm. and there were times when you weren't sure what was happening, and people need to know that, too. you know because it's like, like i don't know what's going yeah. on what is happening here yeah. this is you know new what's, what what and you you there is a fear factor sometimes it's like oh my god i'm going to be taken over well that's not true but if you'll allow right. the energy to come in can share the energy you still are aware of who you are it, it's not a takeover yeah, it's yeah. not a walk in it is literally no. you're just you're picking up on the information highway but with that mm-hmm. information highway Comes this energy, and it will really. Sometimes you just feel like my heart's going to just bust out of my chest, and I'm I, I'm excited, and I don't know why, and this is happening, and but you'll you'll notice all of these wonderful things start to happen as well. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah. you're up the positive stuff is, yeah. And then you yeah, want to stay amazing. there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'd like to just stay definitely. there. Maybe I could lose yeah. about a hundred thousand pounds and just oh wow <laughs> yes, let me stay there for about a month. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already I'm going through some sort of strange. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's what it feels like today. It's that <laughs> that pressure. Oh, the pressure. Once I was telling somebody, I don't know what's happened, but, you know, I'm going through that phase of whatever I missed when I was in my 30s, and I'm making up for it now. So it's like there's all this different energy that seems to be showing up, and I'm really grateful. It's just uh, people are just going, how old is she? I don't know what happened to her. Something happened. And I have I have actually become one of those little cartoons, you know, when they say they're not gonna say what are you, you know, they're gonna say, oh my God, what is she gonna do next? That's that's pretty much what's happened. So, but that's good. That's I'm a good thing. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a good thing. Exactly. I understand that. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for letting me be uh, the guest host for today. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you you so much for all of that information. And I really, honestly, and truly hope that that really helps other people, people get in touch with you and share their uh, talents and their info and their gifts with you as well. Just, Thank you. Uh, um, and thanks for the information that came to us, and we're really appreciative of that. And this was a lot of fun. It's been a long time since I've done this. It's been a long no, time since yeah. I've been on this side. You need to do no. it more. You're
0: really amazing at this. I'm like, wow, I need to do this guest host thing again because this, I like this. This is a lot less stressful on me. <laughs> I'd like to do this the other way. That's fantastic. Well, that's when
1: I'm sitting uh, over here thinking, hey, you know, just call. I just call in, and that's what, you know, we're good with that. <laughs> Like yeah, I, like, but I don't. You know, I like. I say it's been a long time since I've done this. I I like this. I like yeah. I like the research. I think I like the research on that mm-hmm. because I was fascinated by his albums. I was fascinated yeah. by the way his. Um, you know what I what I did find it the, the I thought was just extraordinary was there your the way you paint and the way he staged his albums have a tendency to look a lot alike. Oh really I've you never have that together. To, I yeah, to go back and look. Go go back and look at some of the <laughs> albums that you have and look at some of the way that you painted things and start noticing mm-hmm. how his you know his stuff also comes in threes as well. Yeah. Just think about the wow. you know, the glasses, think about that, comes in threes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very. That's a very powerful number. Very, very spiritual. Very spiritual number. Uh, it, it's like Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Mind, body, spirit. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Maybe. No. I'm just making that one up. I just yeah. threw one out there. That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? Yes. No. Maybe. It's the Holy Trinity. It's the I'm just decision maker. What do you mean? Yes. <laughs> the magic 8-ball. Oh, Come on. It's the magic 8-ball. Come on, people. Hello. Don't be sending me letters. Don't be sending me emails. Did you hear what she said? Oh. I'm sorry. Apparently, I've got somebody. Robin Williams has checked in. I need to leave. I mean, obviously, there's something going on here. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, anyway, again, I truly, thank you so much for And I'm glad this happened, and we'll have to do it again. Yeah. Let's do it on the first. Yes, we'll see it. what happens. Yeah. Well, we'll say it the first of the month. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay.
0: That'd be fantastic. Okay. All right. Well, for all of those that are listening to the Archive Show now and caught the rest of this, uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and please, like I said, if if you get the book, we well, thank you. Um, thank you for that. But but really, please like leave feedback for the contributors. But I know because I share my heart. I know how it feels when you put that out there and you're not yet sure how people are gonna receive it, and you have to wait until they read it, and then if you never hear from them, it's even worse. So getting some feedback is is gonna be great. So. Yeah, the it's love and like and
1: you will be talking to You, you. tell people yeah. stuff. And you get a confirmation exactly. back. Exactly. I love confirmation. Yeah. I love people me calling too. you know, they'll it may be a couple of years, but they'll go, Oh, you know what? That actually happened. You go, Well, oh, I'm so glad exactly. you told me. Five exactly. years later. Like, yeah, that's
0: I know okay. What I'm doing five years later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, and, and I do want to let everybody know that this hasn't been exactly confirmed yet, but so I'm kind of really this isn't cool. But I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. Um I, one of the contributors um and actually one of one of my favorite stories, of course, I have different favorites, and they're for different reasons, but one of my favorite stories is from um Lawrence, and I'm not going to give his last name, but he is uh unless he wants to and and that's up to him if he's going to be on the show but one of my favorite contributors in in the book is Lawrence and so he is potentially, and that's a pretty strong potentially, going to be on the show Mm -hmm. next Wednesday because initially we were going to have Valerie Green on, but Valerie Green has had to reschedule her show as well. And I think this is Prince doing this because Valerie Green's been on with me a handful of times and never had to
1: reschedule. Mm -hmm. This is
0: way out of the ordinary for her. And suddenly she had to. And it opened up a spot for me, and I really – and this just happened yesterday, and I just received an email from Lawrence and Valerie, and I knew – I was supposed to interview Lawrence, so I put oh, it out wow. there, and I think he's going to get me his information, and and we're going to have him on the show next week. So you'll get to hear from a contributor as well, and I'm looking at if he if he actually commits and does it, and and I'm pretty sure that he will. I I really am looking forward to that. So everybody, keep your fingers crossed for that one.
1: We'll do. And ask for lot, winning lottery numbers next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open that open that door. Yeah. <laughs> Throw those numbers out. We'll take them. The <laughs> winning ones now, not just any number, not just some random <laughs> number. Yeah. Like four. <laughs> no, thank you. We want the all all the numbers. We'll spread awesome. it out. We'll yeah. we'll be nice. We'll we'll be nice. Yeah. I I play well with others. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We can do that. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. I have enjoyed this. Yes, me too. All right. Well, and I guess you and I will be chatting,
0: I'm sure, very shortly. But uh, everyone out there listening, I'll be talking with you next Wednesday. And thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.
1: It's Memorial
0: Day. It's time to get out of town and get on the water. This summer, gear up for the fish, the food, and the family. Cabela's Memorial Day Sale. Family events, amazing deals. Your one stop before the campfire. Save $200 on Champion Patriot Generators and $100 on select kayaks. Plus, get Cabela's Adult and Youth Deluxe Flotation Vests for only 9 dollars and $20 in Cabela's Bucks when purchasing Chaco Sandals. Shop in-store and online at cabelas.com. Box combo, please. At Raisin Canes, we're all about quality. We mix cane sauce in our restaurants every day, and our chicken is hand battered and cooked to order. And why do we do all this? Because it makes a difference. Raisin Canes Chicken Fingers, one love. <laughs>